Hey listeners, welcome to SphereCast, a podcast all about technology, technology advice, technology inspiration, and how real entrepreneurs have used technology to build their businesses from the ground up. If you're wondering how technology can support your business goals, rest assured, our guests have been there and done that. Hello all, it's Luke. Welcome back to Spheercast. This week, Senia and Isabel interview Alexandra Detweiler, Director of Channel Partnerships North America at Monday.com. Monday.com is a work OS, an open, visually driven SaaS platform that allows teams to plan, organize, and track projects all in one unified place. The platform features fully customizable workflows and a variety of off-the-shelf integrations with some of the world's most popular software solutions. Monday.com boasts more than 7,000 reviews of 4.6 out of 5 or higher on reputable review sites, including G2, Captera, Trustpilot, TrustRadius, and GetApp. On the podcast, Alexandra digs deep on the value of Monday.com, a value that teams from some of the world's largest and most successful companies have come to find. Companies like NBC, BBC Studios, Hulu, Discovery Networks, Adobe, and Coca-Cola. Alexandra also talks through her career journey, including what drove her move from a large enterprise to a scrappy startup and what makes for a good mentor. And so, without further ado, here's a conversation with Alexandra Detweiler. Hi, listeners. Isabel Londoño here from Spearcast, uh, joined by my colleague Senia and Alexandra from Monday. It's great to have you here, Alexandra. Had the pleasure of knowing you for a few months and talked to you in the past. I think you have a really good, interesting journey uh, as a woman in tech, like the three of us are here. And uh, you used to work for some really large corporations. And one day you told me you felt like something was missing. Uh, what was that? And how did you end up in, mo- in Monday? That's right. I think you phrased it well. So thanks for having me here today. Um, I did. I came from large tech. Um, which isn't always the natural progression to get to a startup, right? A lot of people stay in startup and they jump from one to another as they make them successful. Um, You mentioned that itch, and I think we talked about it when I first met you. Um, I loved my time at Microsoft. I I, I really did. It was, you know, instrumental to my learning um, as an individual and, and really as a leader, additional education and classes and all the different ways that they helped develop me. Um, and almost felt guilty about leaving, but that itch was there. And, and if I could kind of say anything that would be valuable or catch the attention of your listeners is that I probably stayed about two years too long, you know, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I felt that itch and I knew I wanted to create something of my own. Um, but I didn't have the guts to leave. I, I, I didn't do it until one day I did. And I said, it's now or never, uh, you know, I've met wonderful people along the way. There's a net to fall back on. Um, but it's time for me to be part of building something, not on my own. No one does anything on their own. But, you know, Microsoft's a large establishment. So I, I sought to find uh, a startup um, where I could be part of a small team. And uh, essentially, Isabel, you know that photo that you see, 1975, of, you know, Bill Gates and the small team? Yeah, I was always, yeah. I was always so inspired by that. Like, will I ever get to be part of a small photo? So yeah. I was really, I really wanted to get my hands dirty, and I wanted to be part of building something, and I wanted to be part of kind of creating an infrastructure, not just you know working within it. 
Yeah, I totally hear you. I've, I've also worked for large corporations, small corporations, it's two different animals. But um, but yeah, so how's your experience so far? Do you think you've made the right choice? Um, I do. Um, but again, you know, it's not easy and it's not always easy to know, right, if you've made the right choice. Like what what equals the right choice, right? There's the the work that you do. There's the people that you work with. There's the results of the company, you know, there's not just one thing that says, is this the right choice? Um, I can tell you thus far, hands down, best choice I've ever made. Again, you know, I, I guess I couldn't have done it two years earlier because Monday wasn't, you know, building a North American channel, you know, earlier, but it's been absolutely amazing. Um, the team that we're building in the U.S., partners that we're bringing on, um, my peers and leaders in, in our um Israel headquarters are all part of working together to create a um, world-class work OS. Um, you know, I, was, I was drawn to this culture. It really yeah. stuck out to me. That's awesome. So I have to ask, did you take the picture? Do you have the picture to compare in a few years from now? <laughs> you, know, you know what I have is I have, um, you know, during these COVID times, it's tough to connect with the, the U.S. team. Um, we did a virtual uh, wine tasting. And so I have a photo of all, you know, all the faces, you know, sipping their wine. So uh, maybe that will be the photo that we'll refer to uh, 20 <laughs> years from now. <laughs> One. The photo with the one tasted and the COVID when the company started. That's a good. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's all a little different. All right. This is Senya with Spiritcast. Hi, Alex. Thank you for joining us. I have a question about Monday.com. Can you tell us more about it? What is it? I love. Yeah, I love it. I love just getting back to the basics. Um, okay. So, you know, first I'll give you a really short answer. I mean, we can talk about it in maybe a little bit more depth, but at its core. Um, we are, monday.com is a cloud-based work operating system. I'm going to use the term work OS, um, where teams can run and plan and track projects and process and every day work together. I use it daily and it's very interesting, but work OS, that's a new term, right? Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we coined it. It is a new term. Um, we started off at monday.com um, as a project management tool, right? So um, as we kept growing, though, we found that we serve so many different needs for organizations, right? We're helping them run faster. We were helping them be more collaborative and therefore more efficient. As we grew, uh, we found that there was more cross-functional teamwork and the ability to collaborate. Um, so we coined this phrase, right? It's a work OS, and to our customers, to us, to our partners, it represents what, right? You know, you use it every day too, right? It's a better, more flexible, easy to use platform that can be used for every employee in an organization. When I try to explain it to people, again, I gave you, you know, kind of the, the, the clinical answer above. I think of it as a central nervous system, right? A central nervous system for organization, for an entire company to collaborate. Wow, that's awesome. Um, I know we use it internally and I know I work with a lot of clients who also use it. So I, I agree that is the central nervous system of a business. So Monday.com has been growing exponentially. What do you attribute to the success? Hmm, good question. Um, well, you know, collaboration software, let's, let's be clear, right? Has seen a tremendous boost in 2020 due to right, extenuating circumstances and the shift to remote work. 
So from a timing perspective, our work OS became very relative for businesses and organizations as they faced their own unique challenges, right? So that's, that's number one. Number two, and, and I don't know whether I want to say this as yet or but or and, um, we offer something very unique. And I believe, and Monday.com believes, the market was waiting for us. Right? I mean, and that's the ability to control your own processes. People come to us for all variety, excuse me, variety of reasons. Um, you know, maybe on another podcast we could dive into, you know, deeper use cases, but you know, maybe it's a missed deadline, Zenia, or a lack of executive reporting visibility, or they're seeking just better collaboration. Um, they want to manage everything, not just projects, but tasks and processes. Um, so again, it's, it's, you know, timing is good, but timing isn't everything. I truly believe that our work OS, um, that the market was waiting for us. I completely agree. The feedback I get from my Monday.com clients is that it's totally customizable, which they absolutely love to, you know, it fits their needs perfectly and um, they can build their own flows in the way that, you know, their um, business operates. And this is one of the main reasons why so many customers across industries embrace and love Monday.com. And also uh, Monday.com is intuitive and easy to use for anyone. You don't need to, you know, be a developer or have some, any sort of technical knowledge. And transitioning teams um, to new work work software, especially, you know, if it's the first time, uh, it can be overwhelming. But with mm -hmm. Monday.com, it is easy and it allows better mm -hmm. communication, collaboration, visibility for the entire team and their internal, external stakeholders. Well, I, I think right there, Zenny, is the reason why you're a fantastic partner, because I think you've said it better. <laughs> you've Thank said it you. Better, yeah, you've said it better than I can, but I love hearing this because... What we see is Monday.com, and you hit on that, right, is that brilliant and not often seen in the marketplace balance between simplicity and complexity. Simplicity of use, complexity of use cases and integrations, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's intuitive to use, and our customers see that value immediately. Yet at the same time, you know, we have shared customers that are managing incredibly complex projects and dashboards. If I just summarize, right, when I think about Monday and the value, right, in one short sentence, really, you know, it connects other tools to your text, text stack too, right? So it's easy to use, it's fun to use, you know, dare I say people tell us that they love it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think we make work fun again. Definitely. Sounds like Monday.com is helping make Mondays less painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a good, I think that's where we kind of landed on the name. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. The intention, <laughs> yeah, the intention of the name is, uh, is, is, is built right around that. You hit the nail on the head. So Alex, our audience is largely in the tech fields and our clients often use Jira and Salesforce. How mm -hmm. can Monday play a role in the tech field? So I, I love this question. My, um, uh, when Isabel was asking about my, you know, interesting career, I, I spent 13 years selling to, to, to IT, doing development lifecycle um, work at Microsoft. So, you know, my heart goes out to all uh, R&D and developers. And, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, I love, I love app dev. Um, so when I saw that Monday really adds a value to AppDev, right? So when we look at Jira integration, 
We see the ability to get the most out of JIRA, first and foremost, right? Um, so adding value to existing uh, product that your customer or a customer has, that's very important, first and foremost. But then with Monday, having the ability to align the product, right? So product, design, and support your teams. So development workflow is then becomes transparent, right? You can enhance your roadmaps. You can track product issues and you can gain visibility to the entire process. You're creating transparency and enhancing communication across the entire organization, right? JIRA is, is no longer you know, just being used by uh, one or two groups within a company. The information within JIRA is now being pushed out and tracked and made actionable, right, across an organization by integrating it with Monday. I agree. Transparency in process is imperative for any business and especially, you know, during the, the times of COVID where mm-hmm. most of us re- work remotely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with, with, with Salesforce, um, it's about gaining visibility to the entire sales process. So perhaps it's giving your non-sales team, you know, access to information from Salesforce inside of Monday at every stage. Um, it's about keeping your customer facing teams aligned, Right. You could let me give you an example, transfer leads between teams as they move through a sales pipeline. And that's removing friction from from a customer's journey. And I think above all else, what I love about the Salesforce and Microsoft integration is just seeing like the supercharge of the workflows. Right. You know, instantaneously having information sync bilaterally between, you know, between Salesforce and between Monday. Um, that makes information and tax actionable. Actionable, it's one of my favorite words, um, but it's out without manual effort. That's great. And I, um, company, my, my colleagues at Sphere make fun of me because I, and I think I said it to you once, I said, yeah. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, I'm loving Monday. And you told me, no, 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 you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, you're drinking the champagne. I, I remember that. I remember that. I'm like, please, it's the champagne. <laughs> so they joke with me sometimes. I'll be talking to me and I say, well, I, I'm going to show you what I did on Monday. I'm going to show you my Monday board. They're like, have you been drinking the champagne? Yep. Oh, I love that. I love it. That's an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of inf- inspiration. Yeah. So I do want to know um, how, you know, a career in tech, especially mm-hmm. when you started uh, big corporations, I, I bet it wasn't easy. So what's your, what's your recipe so, for success? Mm. It's always a tough question. I think people are expecting to hear like an ABC answer if I followed the footsteps of this person. That's what got me here. Um, for me, it's, it's, I find inspiration, I think, the most in people who rise to whatever they're doing and however they design success in non-traditional ways. I'm attracted to people who fail <laughs> before they succeed. And, you know, whether it sounds cliche or not, I love, I love seeing people succeed because they, they really did what they loved. Um, but it's when tech, right? Because I work in tech. It's when tech becomes interdisciplinary to me that I just light up. I'm like, that is so cool when we solve problems with technology. For me, you know, I would say maybe technology and the arts. Um, we are a gaming family in this household. Um, having worked at Microsoft those years, there was, you know, Xboxes very early in my household. 
Um, but we're also a family of artists. And so I think from a you know early stage in my career, I really respected, you know, what do we call art, right? Is gaming art? And I remember being introduced, you know, early into my year uh, years, you know, this name, right? Um, you know, I don't know if you know Jade, Jade Raymond. I hadn't, no. Yeah, so so Jade, she's now go on, gone on, and I believe she may be at Google, has maybe even moved on from Google, but she um, produced Assassin's Creed, right? It was one of the most popular games ever out there. She then went out and she formed her own studio that was Ubisoft, and then she launched um, another Motive Studios, uh, then moved on to Google, right? So I, I just love that that was, you know, the intersect of two things. I, I'm inspired by when we see, you know, two things cross. That's a great story. Um, another thing that I hear a lot about is mentorships. People are always throwing the word nowadays. People tell you to find a mentor, uh, be a mentor, etc. I have mixed feelings about it. I think there's good ways to go about it and there's not good ways. What's, what's your thought on mentorship? I, I think it's an overused term. I think everyone seeks and wants to have, and I think there's extreme value in mentorship. Um, but there's one, a difference in definition between, let's say, a peer mentor, right? The person who you go to on a daily basis to say, am I crazy? Does this make sense? Um, and that's normally a peer and then there's, you know, mentorship, um, which is, you know, you know, normally someone in a more senior role. But, you know, I was reading, you know, Sheryl Sandberg, I like what she says about this. And in, and in Lean In, she made a comment about how mentorships are the strongest relationships and, and mentorships that you find really spring out of real examples and their earned connections, Right. I'm stressed that word earned connections because there's something felt on both sides. And so, you know, those programs where you're like matched with a mentor, I, I don't see great success in those. Um, they don't feel authentic. Um, the person that you worked with for three months, uh, four months, two years, and it starts to grow into something else. Those are authentic. Um, that's what worked for me in mentorship. Uh, as I looked to leave Monday I talked to my mentors who had did it before. When I thought about joining monday.com, I talked to my mentors, um, you know, and learned and listened from their experiences. Um, you know, I don't have all the answers. My mentors don't have all the answers. Um, but I did over the course of those 24 years, you know, surround myself with people who, who really were committed to my success and wanted to help me and me them right? It was a two-way relationship. It's like a bilateral, not to get back to the tech, it's like a bilateral Salesforce sync, right? I mean, both both sides benefit. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I've had a similar experience as, uh, as yours. And um, yeah, I think you have to find the right connection and the right person, but they can be incredibly helpful. Um, Alex, we are at the end of our podcast here. Um, I know we talked a little bit about your journey, talked a little bit about Monday.com, talked a little bit about kind of your, how you got to where you were. Um, I know one thing we definitely want to do in another episode, if you're willing to come, is talk a little bit more about those use cases. I'm, I'm a firm believer in the in the tool. I, I do sound like a broken record at Sphere talking about how great it's been, but I'd love to have you again. Join us and let's talk some more about some other use cases and people can benefit from using it. 
I would love to come back and uh, give some some examples. Um, we've got a lot of fun ones. We've got a lot of interesting ones. We've got a lot of unique ones. So I would uh, I accept the invitation and I'd love to speak with you again. Sounds awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you to our listeners and have a great day. A special thanks to our podcast guests this week. And once again, to our sponsor, Sphere Partners, for bringing this episode to life. If you enjoyed this episode, drop SphereCast a five-star review on iTunes and share this content with your network. For any relevant links or notes from this episode, check out our podcast website at www.spheringc.com forward slash SphereCast. And always remember, when you think you can't, technology can. See you next time.